Rosie wanted to use. Pre-warning! Huge thunderstorm going on outside. Like, enormous thunderstorm. Really bad. It's pretty scary for dogs. I have a dog. He's a wonderful dog. But if the thunderstorm comes to get him, which of course is what he believes, is that the thunderstorm is going to get him, uh, there might be some barking. That might occur. That's a hell of a thing. We might lose internet. It's unlikely because uh, we're Team UK. So we're pretty good on that kind of stuff. Uh, so we should be okay. There might be some barking. I don't know. I don't know. So we had a fun day today. We finished Doom. So for those of you who are following Doom on Gamer Dads, because you don't get to watch the uh, Twitch stream, the VOD is obviously on Twitch, and uh, hopefully the D-Man will stick it up on the Gamer Dads YouTube channel uh, forthwith. So you guys can check it out there. We finished it. It was awesome. One of my games of the year. Easily. Easily one of my games of the year. And we should be starting stream week either next week or the week after. I'm still trying to work out. The schedule hasn't been updated for good reason. I'm not sure when I can fit what in. Because we're like less than a month away from PreachCon. It's getting pretty wacky. Uh, with all the stuff that needs to be finalized. All these little bits of shit for organizing these kind of events that take time there's like stuff that doesn't arrive to like a few days before and that might be wrong and that puts us in panic mode uh so all that's going on so i'm trying to fit it in in which case we'll be playing the witcher 3's dlc both of them uh which should be a hell of a lot of fun so watch out for that one so that's not why you're here today <laughs> good god did, <laughs> did i swallow some shit that's not why you're here today. We're here for drama time. What is it? People on the internet are fucking crazy, man. Crazy bastards all over the place. So I'll pre-warn you guys. There's some really, really dark stories today. Especially if you're a guy. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Girls? You don't come off well today. <laughs> but the girls have had lots of stories in drama recently. We've had plenty of the ladies kicking ass and taking names. So <laughs> we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be getting very very dark. So if you are easily uh, <laughs> easily terrified, <laughs> I think is what I should say. Um, it's gonna get a little graphic as well. I'll pre-warn you. It's all ga legitimate gaming content. Twitch, don't you worry about that. Uh, remember to put us on the front of BattleNet. <laughs> Okay, I need a girl. 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 I need a lady. Who's gonna be? I know it's gonna be Methuselah. <laughs> I need a girl and a boyfriend. I need a boyfriend. Uh, so let's let's make it simple. I know I keep saying, it, but I am gonna put a uh, put the Patreons in the next one. There's only I've got like four names for Patreon, which is pretty crazy. So um, nobody else is owning up to it. So <laughs> pretty good. Uh, so oh, I'm gonna spell your name wrong, Methuselah. Close enough. <laughs> I think that's how you spell it. Uh, will be our lady. She's our lady. And who's gonna be the boyfriend? Pakanor. Mm, mm, mm. Pakanor. Paka no shall be uh, BF. The BF. Okay, then. <clears throat> call me Big Mama. Call, call me Mommy. <laughs> call me Mommy. <laughs> Filthy lady. Right, ladies and gents. I think we're mod free today, based on what I'm seeing here and in my uh, mod chats that I have up here. I think we're mod free. So I'm hoping that you guys are going to behave yourselves. Uh, that should be pretty good. So let's see how this goes on. Okay. <clears throat> My story is about love with a girl a little bit older than myself. Mm. To start off, it's important to know that at the time I was a shy 16-year-old young man, like 
chronically shy. Painfully shy is how shy our man is, okay? I would never think to talk to girls directly, but I would run simulations in my mind before going to sleep should a girl speak to me the next day, yeah? And you must have in your mind, ladies and gentlemen, the image from Sherlock where he's using his mind fucking mind prison, whatever the fuck he calls it, his brain trust, where he's giving it all this. He's fucking scrolling through all the information. He runs these Matrix-style simulations of if a girl would actually speak to him the next day. How would that scenario go? She's bound to say something like, Hello, I would be super cool. I would go, tweak of the mustache, tip my fedora, probably just go, yo. And then she'd just fall to her knees, pull out my 15, nay, 18 inch and thick cock and just begin to blow me immediately. That is the simulation I run in my mind. I am prepared for the next day. After all, I was still full of hormones and liked... <laughs> he had narrowed his list. <laughs> he had narrowed his list of potential mates, nay, prey. Is this ghosty? It's always ghosty when I'm, dream when I'm streaming. Oh no, it's a donation. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. <clears throat> he had narrowed his list of potential prey, because he is the lion, of course, stalking the school halls. He had narrowed his list of prey to just 10 girls. Just 10, right? These 10 are the select 10 that he will mate with, yeah? He will procreate with them. But he always had that one issue, though. Talking with them. It's a difficult hurdle to overcome. Because they're a different species, of course. How do they behave? I don't know. It's like going to a zoo to see a woman. Anyway. My story begins when I've already been playing vanilla World of Warcraft for about six months. Ten lucky girls. Several official made it. Ten lucky prospects. I was balls deep into Warcraft. I had not once, not twice, but thrice level 60s. And quickly decided that my human male warrior was my fave. I did, and wait for it girls, prepare to change your panties. He did a lot of that PvP me. 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 I helped some online friends. This is how good he is. I helped some online friends get Grand Marshal by logging into their account, taking shifts to meet the honor quota of the day. I got pretty good at PvP, mate. Mate. I had already developed quite an internet ego, which always felt good since a lot of ways... This was far better than IRL. <laughs> I'll have you know that in Alterac Valley, bitch, I am a god. And I would say that to you if I didn't vomit every time I approached you. I also had a friend who got me into raiding around this time. I was allowed to raid with them because... <clears throat> even, no, I was allowed to raid with them without actually being in the guild. They liked me. And for a DPS warrior, I was pretty good. It was mandatory back then for everyone to be on Ventrilo. As months go by, I established myself as the lone Kiwi in the group which consisted of mainly older Australian poon and men. And because I was young, I was often the target of their many, many jokes. Oh, that Australian-New Zealand rivalry, though. Boys, get serious, yeah? Down under, motherfuckers. I took it in stride, though, and usually dealt just as much back. At this point, we have cleared the Molten Core, and well into Blackwing Lair. For months, I was raiding 
with this female priest called Methuselah and her druid boyfriend, Pachanor. Healer boyfriend. You were doomed from the start, Pachanor. Healing touch rank four, bro. 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 Ain't no panties wet at a healing touch rank four. That's all I'm going to say, bro. That's all I'm saying, man. <clears throat> Pachanor was intriguing to me because he was the only druid in the group, wait for it, who was allowed to go feral. He was a pussy. <laughs> Which was crazy because he did no damage at all in comparison to anyone else. He was just allowed to go cat. Often they would say things like, he is the designated, wait for it, combat reza. Oh shit, yeah? We need him as feral. Because when somebody dies, he's there. Fucking licky split with that rebirth while everyone else is still dropping those healing touch rank fours, right? So he's all over it like a motherfucker. Does no damage, but when someone dies, he's there. And that's the important thing he's doing. This couple then, they kept to themselves in Ventrilo. I knew there were female voices who talked seldomly, but I never really paid attention to the other girls in the guild. My job was to murder. The other warriors and I didn't get along too well. And vanilla warriors are about to have a nostalgia trip like never before. And I fucking shame myself every day for not including this in the Legacy of the Warrior. I would often pull aggro intentionally to get a full rage bar so I could do more damage. Baller as fuck. Fucking crispy ballerdom. Mm, God, that's good. When I used to do this, I would always notice <clears throat> that Methuselah was the first one to heal me. My life would often chunk and quickly bounce back up from some of the healers who grew to accept my tactics. The raid leader was always, would always, and this is even crispier, it's even crispier. The raid leader would always let me get away with this, despite the main tank and off tank whining. Because I would be top of the damage meters. What? Yeah, fuck you, buddy. Yeah, but he's stealing all the aggro. But look at his damage, though. That's all I'm going to say to you, bro. I'm just going to say to you, look at the damage. Look at the fucking damage. To give you an example, I would be topping the DPS in the suppression room. While the tanks were panicking, trying to pick up all the mobs, I would simultaneously be using Mocking Blow, never forget, on the drakes to fill my rage and cleave everything down. <laughs> Good times, man. Fucking vanilla for the win. Mocking Blow forever, man. You know some people hated that spell. What a waste of a spell bar. Prune it. Fucking Mocking Blow is the shit. Eventually, I decided to start whispering the healers. This is where it gets super crispy. Super crispy. So I decided to start whispering the healers that were keeping me alive. Thanking them for their help. Because I told them, without them, I wouldn't be able to do the kind of DPS that I was doing. The healers started to really like me, despite what I was doing. And go to extra lengths to keep me alive. The warrior dream. The warrior dream. Eventually, Methuselah and I got chatting. She knew who I was from talking in vent and thought I had a cute little New Zealand accent. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. I had a very deep voice for my age, so I don't think she knew how young I was at the time. I remember we were chatting after one of our raids, and I was in the middle of a Warsong Gulch match when I was trying to flirt with her. I had never flirted with a woman before. I had no real-world experience to my name. So all that I had 
was to brag about how, how I am known as one of the best PvP warriors on the server. I would tell her about my PvP skills and ability to protect my healer when I had one. Yeah? Are you now pregnant, Methuselah? Fuck yeah. I will look after you, baby. <laughs> if you were healing me right now, you would be in my loving caress. That's all I'm gonna say. Methuselah said that she didn't PvP much, but she would be willing to try if all she had to do was heal me. I responded with, are you ready, gents? I have a semi-boner right now. Now, before everybody in the audience thinks that I was being a flirty mess, this was actually a pretty commonly used phrase within our guild. It didn't mean anything sexual, okay? It's all good. It's all good. But what she said next had me breathless. Now, based on what we know of the real-life Methuselah, it must have sounded a little something like that. Like this. I want to make it bigger. My 16-year-old heart beat rapidly. This girl who had a boyfriend and lived in Canada. Oh, excuse me. I want to make it bigger, eh? A girl who had a full-time job was 23 years old. She wanted to grow my erection. Well played, Methuselah. Well played. You'll now have to excuse me. I tried my darndest to remember what exactly was said, but it was along the lines of, holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. <clears throat> Methuselah then admitted to me that she liked me as a person. She liked my confidence and my DPS. That's a twofer. I mean, I liked our chats too, but I had no idea that she had developed any feelings for me in our few weeks of chatting during raids. It was shortly after this time where things started to get a little out of control. Of course, Pakanor had no idea that Methuselah was telling me that she did not like him or his cock. I didn't quite understand at that young age what I was getting myself into. During raids, the raid leader eventually allowed me and Methuselah to be in our own vent channel so I could let her know when I was about to taunt or mocking blow and get heals from her. For a while... That's what the private channel was used for. But not long after, Methuselah started to get a little horny. She straight up started to use the chopsticks on the rice. Catch a fly if you will, flick that bean and have a little rub. And she was fast, ladies and gentlemen. She was fast. She would tell me that my deep voice was getting to her. I knew the concept, but hadn't really done anything along the lines of dirty talk in my entire life. So she took the lead. She did indeed She did indeed go for it. It was the first time I had ever heard a woman orgasm. It was during the trash between Bloodlord, Broodlord, and Firemore. That's fucking quick, boys. <laughs> Shit's fast, yo. That shit's fast. Methuselah, too easy. You know what I'm saying? That's not a long time. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Between the Broodlord and Firemore? Fuck yeah, man. I'll take that fucking challenge. I'll go Faster than Furious 7 and 8 on that challenge. I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking do it, man. She was loud! I could still hear that moaning today in my now 26-year-old mind. It was insane. It continued every raid weekend. And one night, she broke her own record, finishing four times in Blackwing Lair alone. Four times, y'all. Boom. 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 Not right away, but I eventually got the courage to do more than just 
dirty talk back to her. We would eventually have little races. <laughs> but she was pretty quick. <laughs> if a woman's jerking off faster than a guy, she's fucked up. Oh, yeah, you want to scam. <laughs> scam. Scammer. No one becomes that quickly. Scammer. Who cares, man? This old lady. Oh, well, old. 20. 26, is she? 23? She's giving him the beans. It's all good, man. It's all good. Even if she's putting it on a little bit, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. You have to pay for that shit real life, man. Time seems to blur together, but this all started about halfway through our Blackwing Lair progress and well into AQ farming. I'd assume about six plus months. Methuselah and I got really close. She sent pics of herself with clothing on. No nuts. No nuts. We Skype chatted, got close. She wasn't someone I was initially attracted to because she was older than me. She wasn't fat. But she was a little plump. Not fat, boys. A little on the plump side. A little plump. A little curvy, yeah? A little curvy. A little bit like that chick from uh, Willy Wonka. The blueberry chick. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <clears throat> she came from a Haitian bloodline. But had a Canadian accent and lived there for many years. To me, she looked Cuban. With a light tan and a big round butt. She thought I was good looking, to my surprise. I had never been told that by a girl before. Oh, oh. Uh, as time went on, we started to use cams on Skype. And I took quite a liking to Methuselah. <laughs> it's bubble butt. It's all bubble butt. It's good. It's good. One night we were on a video call. She was wearing like a half unzipped hoodie with a t-shirt. And I was curious about what it said. I could see the text. And ultimately I asked her. She left the frame, came back, unzipped that jumper. Boom, topless. It was the first real life non-porno movie boobies i'd ever seen the excitement of knowing that those boobies were being shown just to me was insane Aww. his first boobies and we get to share it all of us listening to this right now get to share that his first boobies were over a skype call Still, still got boobs though. <laughs> still got boobs though. It's a score. It's a score nonetheless. Time went on. Things started getting serious. We would email one another and say, I love you. And I'll admit, preacher, I was in love. I'll still admit it to this day. The Burning Crusade. My raiding days were over. I became full-time PvP, mate. The raid group fell apart, but things continued for me and Methuselah. Now, you might be thinking about Pacanor. He was still my friend. We were still mates at the very least. We sometimes chatted, but it often ended up with me asking when Methuselah was coming online. <laughs> That's great, Pacanor. Yes, I'm definitely interested in what he's... When's Methuselah coming online again? No, 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 it's not like I don't like your company. It's just, when is she coming online again? Okay, good. Just, 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 ask, just ask him. Just ask him. Eventually, I think Pacanor got a little pissed off at this. He knew that Methuselah was drifting away from him. She even told me about how... I'm sorry about this, Pacanor. He had tried proposing to her while Methuselah and I were telling each other we loved each other. Her response to the proposal was that now isn't a good time. She was telling me, of course, that she was going to drop Pacano. I was starting to feel how serious this was now. One night, <laughs> one night, <laughs> I noticed that I was ruining this man's life. 
I mean, I never wanted to. I just wanted to see tits. I was a teenager, for Christ's sake. One night, Bacano started PMing me. He was telling me that he was really sad. And that Methuselah doesn't love him anymore. He pulled the suicide card. I told him not to do anything stupid and to get on vent so I could chat to him. I was also telling Methuselah about this. And she gave less fucks. And said he was a drama queen. I was in tears, ladies and gents, at the end of all this. The reality of the situation was hitting me like a truck. I had no other choice. Crying, I went to my parents. I think this is when they realized that World of Warcraft could be an issue in my life. <laughs> right. So what happened? How old is she? Nine years older than you. And she's showing you her tits on Skype and the dad's like, where? <laughs> this Skype? How often does she do this? Like now? Like now? Have you got a record? Or <laughs> She's 23, you say? Where are they? Little on the plump side? Alright, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. And mum's like, oh! Whoa, my poor little boy. He's 16. No woman should touch his precious love candle. Before this had all gone down, though, Methuselah and I had spoken about her breaking up with Pakanor and her coming to live with me in that New Zealand. I was about 17 by then. And if she had come, the plan was, this is about as far as the plan went, right? There's a 17-year-old and a 23-year-old <laughs> making a plan to live together in that New Zealand. And the plan is this. She will move to New Zealand and his contribution will be that he would get a driver's license so she could drive around. And then they would be happy together. Nailed it. Life. Sewn up like a motherfucker. Nothing else to even consider at that point. You move here. I'll get a driver's license. Job done, mate. Job done, mate. Signed, sealed, delivered, motherfuckers. We're good. We're good. That night shook me up a bit. It made the fantasy real. I expressed my concerns to Methuselah that I'm a little young and maybe I wasn't ready for the next step. The words I said were, maybe you shouldn't come to New Zealand. The next part happened very quickly. From being madly in love to her never speaking to me. <laughs> Boom. She despised me. She said I had made her love me. And then broke her heart. I felt annoyed that I was being more of, adult, more of an adult about it than her. Really? Is anybody in this chat surprised that this girl might not be that mature? <laughs> She's moving across the, the world to live with some 17-year-old guy for a driver's license. And she's not being mature about it? This is an outrage. This is a fucking outrage. I am shocked to my very core. This is unbelievable. I mean, surely she could understand the commitment she is wanting from me, right? I knew she would be picking up her life to be with me. But I had not even lived a day in the real world. I was still in school, bro. <laughs> I know. I was all alone again. I don't know what happened and for a while I was sad. But something happened to me during my time with Methuselah. Confidence started to show in my real life. I was less afraid to talk to girls because I had an e-girlfriend. The parts of my body and appearance that I was self-conscious about had been complimented by a woman with a vagina. Not just complimented, but she loved the way I looked. 
This story is not a sad ending for me, ladies and gents. This was a story of how I became a man that I am today. Living the way I did wasn't really living now that I look back. So in a way, Methuselah and her flicky little bean helped me start a new life. I know if my girlfriend since then knew how I was before and compared me to now, they would all be glad that 16-year-old me got some tits and ass from World of Warcraft. I have never heard from Methuselah since, or from Pachanor. After the Burning Crusade, I roll horde on a new oceanic realm, which is where I still occasionally visit when the current girlfriend's current girlfriend feels like resubbing. But that's for another time. Oh, Methuselah. <laughs> Things I didn't think I'd hear today. Sometimes drama, Methuselah, opens up something in ourselves. Yeah? A deeper meaning. A hidden message. Who wants to get even scarier? Me! Okay, so you thought that was bad? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> this is, uh... This, this one's pretty fucked. <laughs> I'm just gonna entitle it this. I don't want any spoilers. The story. Uh, we need quite a few people through this, but they're not gonna come to, like, through the story. So it's one of those. Um, uh, let's put in the main character, though. We need a girl. We need a girl for shizzle. For shits and giggles. We need the girl. Who's got, uh, where's my girls at? Where are you at? Bom, 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 bom. Oh. We're gonna go with Perk. In pink. I know it's got something after that perk, but it flashed by, like, real quick. So I'm gonna go with perk. Um, we need a boy. At least one. So we'll go with... Uh, white legs. <laughs> white legs. I like that. I like that. White legs. White legs. Okay, so uh, there'll be more names through the story, okay? So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I pre-warn you. Shit is about to get very fucking real. Okay, then. <clears throat> you know what? No, I'm going to leave it as the story. 2013. 2013. I am in year 11. That's like 15, 16 year old. My final year of school. Okay? After this in the UK, you go on to college or you go and get a job. Up until this point, I had had zero friends boom i was the classic bookworm reading through about 10 books a year must be some big books <laughs> and talking to about zero females <laughs> as a result of this that is the theme the theme of today <laughs> but year 11 was the year of change for me as you're about to find out every day at lunchtime i would eat my properly prepared lunch by my mother at 16 bro Thomas the Tank Engine Ludge Box. 16, bro. Really? <laughs> I would eat my properly prepared lunch by my mother. Did you get a little chalky bar in there? Oh, she must be happy with you. A little, a little fromage for a yogurt. Mm, that shit's creamy, though. Creamy, yo. And then I would head to the library to sit by myself in my usual spot. <laughs> I've got a spot in the library at lunch. Nailed it. Winning. <laughs> Winning. <clears throat> With my usual... Oh, it's so sad. This entire thing is so sad to read. Every day at lunchtime, I eat my lunch, as you said. I head to the library to sit by myself in my usual spot with my loneliness. <laughs> That's the line. 
That is what it says with my... It's just me, my book, and my loneliness. <laughs> Nailing it. But one fateful Friday, that Friday, something was different. There were people in my spot. Motherfuckers. I couldn't believe it. Not only people in the library on lunch, but in my spot. There's more. These weren't your average library rejects. These, are you ready? These kill them IRL. Just go berserk. Oh my god, you're ruining my routine. These, audience, were cool kids. Now, I'm not sure what this is, so you guys can probably enlighten me. Is this, is this if, I don't know. This is obviously way after I was in high school, right? I'm like an old motherfucker now. They listened to screamer music and wore flannel. That is the description I have of these kids. They listened to screamer music and wore flannel. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Can anybody who's like, who might know who can explain that to me? I don't know. What the fuck is that? I don't know. What the fuck? Screamo is horrible? I don't know. I don't know. Those are not cool kids. The chat didn't decrease. The chat has decreed and denounced them. They are not cool kids with their flannel wearing scree emo kids. All right. Like the goths? Is that like the goths? I'm asking my little sister. Methuselah's all over it. Rock and roll. Alright, <clears throat> you can probably tell our author was a total nerd then, this is the impression you got, because this is how this reads, right, it's fucking awesome. They listened to screamer music and wore flannel. Holy shit, I thought to myself, these kids were hardcore. That's what it says, that's what the story says. <laughs> I know not, I know, I know emos and goths aren't the same, but I think it populates the same sort of uh, people of that age, back then, right? Because we didn't have emo kids when I was in high school. Emo wasn't a thing then. You were, it wasn't cool to be emo. So, like, it was the goths and the jocks and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm not saying they're the same, but the same sort of uh, niche within, I suppose. <clears throat> These kids were hardcore, okay? <laughs> the hardcore. I walked up to them. Being the shy fuck that I was, I sat as close as possible to, possible to my usual spot, got a book out, and began to read. The invaders, as he calls them, the invaders, noticed me sitting across from them. I could sense the awkwardness rising in the room. One of them, a girl that we'll call Perk, spoke to me. What's up, buttercup? These words shocked me. Not only because she was pretty, but because usually people ignored the fuck out of me. Uh-oh panic stations. I looked up from my book for a moment and went, what? I couldn't think. It was the only utterance I could make <laughs> that I could make after being so taken aback by this opening comment. The cool kids looked at me and giggled. Possibly an inside joke, possibly not. I couldn't tell. I went back to my book, my face burning red. Perk spoke to me again, this time without rhyming. What are you doing? Come sit with us. Panic mode, definitely engaged. What was I supposed to do here? Should I run? No, that would make me look fucking crazy. Keep reading and ignore them? No, that would be rude. I had no choice. 
I folded a corner of the page. Oh, cool as a motherfucker. Wait, though. Mate, wait, though. Not losing my fucking spot for no man. Folded a corner of the page. Closed my book. I hope you gave it a slap as well. Boom, yeah? And shifted over to them. This lunchtime proved to be the best I'd ever had. I plucked up the courage. I spoke with them. Made some jokes. And even made some friends. They played well. And it was something we could all relate to. Nailed it. Life-changing moment. Months later then, ladies and gents, I was part of their group, fully accepted as one of their own. I liked the same music now. I now wore flannel. <laughs> I think it's like they absorbed you and spat you back out. Oh yeah, I'm really into flannel and screamo music. <laughs> Let's do it. I joined their guild online, raided with my druid, and spoke to them on the Facebook. Yeah? Boom. Yeah? It's fucking official. We're Facebook official friends now. Yeah? Time went on. And of the group, now five, now five people deep, me and Perk grew really close. Really, really close. We spoke most days, both in person and on Facebook. And we constantly make new alts on World of Warcraft to level together. But we had still never met outside of school. Then one fateful day that January, the impossible happened. On the way to school, getting a lift from my grandma like a cool kid... I saw Perk waiting for a bus. This was impossible. My new best friend up the road from my own home and waiting for a bus. I asked Nanny to pull over. I got out of that car, shouted her. She turned around in confusion and saw me and ran to me and gave me for the first time ever a hug. I'll never forget that first hug. It lit a spark inside me, something that never really went out. Her head ba barely came up to my chest as she was tiny and I was tall. So it looked really strange, but it made me so happy. From that day on, we carpooled to school. My nana gave me a lift and on the way we picked her up and we went to school together. It was amazing. Not only did I get to spend more time with my best friend because of this, but it also meant that she lived nearby. We spent more and more time together, talking about more and more personal things, playing WoW, sometimes in my house, and even venturing into speaking about sex and stuff. At this point, of course, at this point, of course, Nana with the carry. <laughs> at this point, of course, I was full on teen love. Yeah. Mm, motherfucker yeah i'm definitely gonna get with her what i'm gonna do is wait four or five more years make sure that we're definitely close then i'm gonna ask her out i'd fallen head over heels from my best friend the classic story but i my good fellows had a different plan than the classic confession of love via the good book i asked her to meet me on a saturday cool as fuck she agreed this was perhaps a mistake seeing as she'd very recently broken up with her boyfriend but I saw an opportunity. The day went on as any other did. We talked, we joked, we laughed, we played Guitar Hero and played some World of Warcraft. It was the perfect weekend. Then before she went home, I prepared myself and I said, hey, I've been thinking that maybe you might want to go out with me sometime, not just as friends, like a date. I was so fucking proud of myself. I wasn't nervous. I said it with confidence, with a calm and steady voice. I felt like I had the biggest dick in the world, and that everyone knew it. 
I felt like I just soloed the Lich King at level 30 and come away without a scratch. She looked at me. Her eyes lit up. She gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek and then said, I want to, but I think I still need time. <laughs> I promise that as soon as I'm ready, I will let you know. God damn. Piece of shit, piece of shit. You hooked me and you kissed me and said no? What? Why? Why did you hook me? Why kiss me and say no? God damn it. It didn't phase me. I was in. It didn't phase me. I was in the queue. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to tick down like a WoW server. Just takes time. Bit of patience. I could jerk it. I could pop it tonight. And it might be tomorrow, it might be a week, but I'm on the line, baby. I'm in the queue. I'm in. I'm next caller. I'm on hold, but I'm next caller. Yeah? We're good. It didn't phase me, as obviously, she was my friend, being genuine. Like all girls. <laughs> the following Monday, I went to school and looked for Perk at her regular spot on the way to pick her up. She wasn't there. No big deal. Maybe she was ill. Maybe she was just not feeling too good, you know? Maybe she'd slept in. No worries, I thought. I'm cool now. Big dick me had asked her out smooth as a motherfucker. We didn't stop for her. It happened every now and again anyway, that if she was ill or late or whatever, I got to school, went to my lessons, and looked forward to lunchtime when I'd be able to go to the library. <laughs> I didn't see her in the library. Again, no problem. She mustn't be in. I'd get home. Rock her a message, yeah? Cool ass. Ask her <clears throat> ask her if she was okay. Comfort her if she was upset. Dude, what are you doing? You're trying to fuck this girl. Don't ask don't be comfort her. It's crazy talk. You know where you're heading. You know you're on a one-way ticket, son. A one-way ticket. <sighs> crazy, crazy kids. So that's what I did. I got home, opened the good book, sent her the message. Hey, you okay? You weren't in school. I waited on a response and it came almost immediately. I read it as soon as it came up. Hey, bro. Oh! oh! No! She called you, bro. Hey, bro. Sorry. I wasn't sure if you'd want to see me. I got the bus in today and tried to avoid you. I was confused. Why wouldn't you want to spend time with me? Why wouldn't I want to see you? I waited again. Her response once again, almost instantaneous. Well, after you asked me out the other day, I was going to say yes. But somebody else had asked me out. And I said to, yes to them instead. I was destroyed. My confidence shattered. Why had she done this? She told me that she needed time and not to rebound. I responded immediately. What the fuck, dude? Dude. <laughs> dude. You're calling her dude? She's calling you bro? <laughs> oh, dearie me. <clears throat> I was angry. She responded. I know we're still friends. And I'm sorry, but he's super hot. He's a drummer in a band, and he's really tall. He's so perfect. Oh, well, now I understand then. 
<laughs> well, it all makes sense, dude. Bro, what? I know you asked me out, and you obviously have some feelings for me, but let me explain why I didn't choose you. One, he's better looking. He's a drummer in a band. You are not. He's really tall. Shorter than you, apparently, to the story. And he's the perfect guy. You are not. Do you see my dilemma? You're a great friend, but you're not the perfect fuck doll. That's all I'm going to say there. Mm. I sat back in my chair, put my head in my hands. I had gotten so excited. She was going to be my first girlfriend. Or at least so I thought. So time moves on. I get over her. We go back to being friends. And of course she broke up with Drummer Boy. I got into a relationship with someone else. It was fine. I got my end away. My relationship didn't work out. Of course. And me and Perk both went back to being single. Then a boy we'll call, we'll call White Legs somehow wormed his way into our little so, so, social group. You guys are going to fucking love this. <laughs> he was the edgiest fucker I had ever seen. He had full on emo hair, anger issues, and would often threaten me with his self-painted black baseball bat. He clearly thought that his edgy baseball bat would intimidate me. If anything, his baseball bat confused me because I didn't know why anyone would own a baseball bat in the UK. <laughs> you have a what? <laughs> and you painted it? Black? Why do you have a baseball bat? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm going to smack you with my butt baseball bat, mate. Yeah? You have a what? A baseball bat? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about right we need another chick we need a lady lady who will be fartless <laughs> sure <clears throat> after a while he got on with another girl in our group a girl we'll call fartless now fartless and white legs were always together after this smooching giving cuddles in the library and making everyone else super fucking awkward me and Perk would often joke about them. <laughs> the emo douche who no one really liked. And the nice girl with the fucked up teeth who everyone was friends with. She's going to get braces one day. You want to get in there? Just saying. NHS motherfuckers, it's happening. If all she's got is bad teeth, they're going to fix that. And she's going to be smoking hot, yeah? Smoking hot. Just saying. Just saying. <clears throat> After about a month. All right. <laughs> ah, fucked up teeth. After about a month of this, Perk had stopped talking to me as much. She was quiet in school and barely returned my messages. I confronted her in mid-March, asking her what the hell was going on. What's wrong, yo? And she confessed to me that she and Whitelegs had been secretly meeting up and seeing each other behind Tooth's back. <laughs> Toothy. <laughs> I was shocked and disappointed in her. I told her to tell the group, and she did. Toothy and Whitelegs broke up. Whitelegs was banished from the group. And we returned to a happy equilibrium. Or so I thought. The very next day after Perk told everyone that she'd secretly been dating Whitelegs, she started going out with yet another guy. My opinion of this perfect, perfect woman was starting to change. But we were still buds. We still hung out. And we became the best tank healer combo in our guild. Which is the real dream, yeah? <laughs> Me? Oh. 
I know you all have a prediction of what I'm about to say, and you will be wrong. We became the best tank healer combo in our guild. Me healing on my druid, and her tanking. The chat is going to have a field day with that line. <laughs> one day though, boys! One day though, she messaged me on the good book! Hey bro! She had taken to calling me bro all the time now. I was in the ultimate friend zone. Julie <laughs> says that. He knew it. <laughs> I was in the ultimate friend zone. <laughs> Look at chat. <laughs> you type bastards. <laughs> Wait, what? Cook. Cook. What's going on? No way. <laughs> you never let me down. <laughs> and they're all like horde badges as well. Just saying. <clears throat> so she messaged me. Hey, bro. <laughs> Is it okay if I come over? I was hoping we could have a sleepover, brah. I, of course, said yes. We had sleepovers before. Who the fuck has sleepovers at this age? It was no big deal. My parents were away for the weekend and my brother planned to go out to his friend's house. So me and Perk had the house to ourselves. We took the PS3 and the PC downstairs and played Guitar Hero all day. Nailed it. Dancing around and singing along. Aww. I don't think I would ever do that with someone I was hoping to bang one day. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe now I would. It was an amazing day. Later that night, I was playing some WoW using the big TV, which was sick as fuck. She brought her laptop and we were leveling together. And then I heard the famous, fuck her right in the pussy, from Perk's direction. I chuckled and carried on playing WoW, not paying attention to the fact that Perk had gone AFK. And then I heard it again, fuck her right in the pussy. This time I looked over to her and what I saw made my balls drop to the floor in both shock and arousal. There she was, playing her fuck her right in the pussy video over and over with no pants on. I'll spare you the deets, but a few hours later, we got up, wiped the couch clean, get ready to get classy as a motherfucker, sprayed it with Febreze. Yeah? Yeah? Gotta keep it clean. Gotta keep it clean, yeah? Gotta keep it clean. <laughs> 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 oh my god <laughs> for breezy <laughs> for breezy uh, awesome <laughs> so fucking good <laughs> we sprayed it with febreze to cover up any evidence of what had happened on my family couch the next few days passed as if the previous events though never happened i was confuzzled by this surely this meant we were together right surely this meant that she had broken up with the other guy nope we were not together. She was still with the other guy. After a while, I just couldn't help anymore. I invited her over and simply said, What is going on, dude? <laughs> I hope you didn't say dude. Dude, what's happening? <laughs> she said, What do you mean, bro? <laughs> I was so annoyed. Did we or did we not do it on the couch last week? She looked up at me confused and said, Yeah, why? I closed her laptop in front of her, looked her in the eyes and said, Okay, why did we do that? She shrugged. And then she said, I just wanted to know what I was missing. And she opened her laptop again. <laughs> I was confused, annoyed, and upset. I felt used. Oh, my first time. Something that was supposed to be sacred. Nobody says that. Come on, be a man. Be a man. You're not losing your flower. What are you doing, dude? Bro, 
Grow some nuts. Sacred? For a guy? Just don't make men like they used to. Not back in my day. My dad would have said it was sacred. What the fuck? What is going on? Sacred? Bro. Bro. Was it tender? Was it supposed to be his love candle? <laughs> his love candle. <laughs> You're supposed to be crushing puss. Come on, guys. Let's man up. Take off your skinny jeans. Stop it. No. No. <clears throat> it's supposed to be sacred. Oh, she stole his special moment. <laughs> Bummer. Maybe I shouldn't laugh. I don't know. It's just It was just different when I was a lad. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> it, it was my first time. Supposed to be sacred. Stolen. Stolen. Stolen by someone who wanted to know what she was missing. We gradually stopped talking. About six months later, she came up to me in our new college after not talking for months, and I noticed immediately that she was with child. Holy shit. She ran up to me, hugged me, pulled me aside, and looked up at me and said, Isn't this amazing? This is what I had wanted all along. This is why I was sleeping with those guys. I'm sorry I used you, but I just always wanted to be a mother. And you're the dad. <sighs> this whole time, it turned out she had been fucking every other guy so she could get her hands on. She was baby crazy. She had been with at least 15 guys that I know of before and after me and got pregnant. To try and trick a man into being her baby daddy. I looked at her in shock and just said, what the fuck, Perk? She looked up at me explaining how she'd been with guys to get pregnant. Because she knew she would be an amazing mother. She explained to me why she thought it was my child. I'm six months pregnant and we did it about six months ago. It's yours. I know it. I can feel it and I'm so happy that it was you. I looked at her and started laughing my ass off. I can't have kids. She looked at me, denial and shock written all over her face. Don't be silly, of course you can. I explained to her that because of an accident, I couldn't have kids. I would always have to adopt or get sperm from a sperm bank. wrecked <laughs> as a motherfucker wrecked her face grew pale with horror this mental witch started crying uncontrollably in the middle of college i just walked off laughing a few months passed i had to block her on everything to stop her from messaging me even wow on the facebook as she suggested that i should still act as a dad to the child because she thought i was so cool the baby eventually arrived and again i laughed Apparently, in her mind, this mixed-race baby was still a product of me. Of my white, non-existent sperm and her white eggs. That was my drama. I hope you guys enjoyed reading this, and I'll see you in the next live stream. Owned. Fucking owned. There's something very special about them reality shows where they, they, they like bring the baby out, and some woman's been telling some guys the dad forever. Totally not true.
We have eight minutes. Let's see if we can go ham as a motherfucker on this one. Okay. Uh, uh, oh. Everything okay? Yeah. Eight minutes. Uh, you can't be here for this story. I know he doesn't really understand words yet, but still. Right, we're going to speed through this one. I will pre-warn you. I'm going to have to use uh, a, a word I particularly hate and is banned in the chat. Uh, but it will only give you the right uh, scale for what's going on. So I urge you not to be a complete douchebag and repeat it uh, in some kind of funny way. Let's not do that. Okay. Uh, um, I do need a couple of names. So we'll go Diva. Uh, Lanastus. Enril. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to use all these. I'm not sure how many there is. They're not listed at the beginning of the story. So if I miss you out, I'll make a note for next time. Three and uh, one more should keep us good, I think. Uh, oh my god, it goes so fast. <laughs> Remnant. Okay, <clears throat> let's go. Right, we're going to have to speed through this one. <clears throat> Seven minutes. Go. Greetings from a 25-year-old Canadian hoser. Well played. My World of Warcraft journey had a couple of shaky starts before the complete addiction set in. During the WoW beta, a friend of mine tried to pry me from the glory of Runescarp and enter the World of Warcraft. I was 14 and didn't understand why the fuck you would play a game before it even came out. So I told him to fuck off, eh? And went back to getting 99 range in Runescape. When the game finally did release... My mom bought it for me without me asking, as it was the most popular game in the store. So I decided to install it and give it a try. I unboxed the cool-looking disc, put disc one into my computer, and not two days later, made a gnome mage. Upon entering the world, I was shocked at how much better it looked compared to fucking RuneScape, and I was hooked. I enjoyed running around, frostbolting those little, little wolves and bunnies, but couldn't convince my friends who were... Diva, Lanastus, Lanastus the Lanastus the Druid, Diva the Hunter, Enril the Rogue, and Thrian the Warrior. Sorry, Remnant, you might get missed. To play with me. So once the trial ended, so did my mage's days. Ah, oh, none of his friends would play with him. Enter the Burning Crusade then. Those same idiot friends who wouldn't join me two years prior because. WoW is for faggots, RuneScape is for men. Now we know where we're talking. We're age 14, playing games. That's how we talk, apparently. We're now level 70, and all greasy hardcore nerds. So I got a new set, new account, and made myself a Night Elf Druid. I started leveling, did my bear quest, and was enjoying the zone I was in. Until Diva asked me on vent where the fuck I was. Darnassus wasn't the answer he was looking for, as they were horde. So I deleted my druid, re-rolled, started again, bear quest complete, now on the horde. Diva finished his dinner, asked me where I was, I say Mulgo, he says, what server, and I delete World of Warcraft because I'm not doing it again. Enter the Burning Crusade version 2. Months passed by, and I happened to get a glimpse of En- One moment. Yeah, 
What fucking house do I live in? <laughs> oh my god. A few months have passed, and I happen to get a glimpse of Enril's warlock, rocking his vengeful gear and looking like an absolute boss. That was it. This time I will level, now I will stick to it, and now I have a goal. To look like Enril's warlock. I get home, reinstall, start over, make my own warlock. And Lanastus is here to help me. His advice was to get to level 10, hop on a zeppelin to Duratar, and then he would hook me up with gear and raise a f what's it called? Ragefire chasm runs. I got to level 10. I found the zeppelin near the undercity. I had a shit PC. Six loading screens later, I was finally able to get off the zeppelin in Juratar. Lanastus had to leave at that point. I was now stuck in a zone that I had never been to. None of my friends were online, and there was no way I was risking taping, taking a zeppelin again. So I uninstalled World of Warcraft for the third time. Wrath of the Lich King! This is it! For real this time! I get an account from a friend, makes a shami. <clears throat> I know that Thrian was an expert at shami, as he was already level 80. <laughs> this guy's a pro. So I asked for advice. He said I should probably level as enhancement. I did not discover that enhancement was a melee spec until Stranglethorn Vale. I thought the shaman was shit because of this, and decided that I was going to make me a DK. This is it. I was flying through on my DK, crushing my enemies and having a blast. I powered my way up to level 80 in time to gear with the boys and dungeons. I am now ready for my first raid. Nax Ramus it was to be. I was so fucking impressed with how cool everything in Nax looked, that by the time my DK had hit level full tier 7.5, boom, I made an undead wall. I needed more raiding. I made my undead warlock just to be able to run Nax twice. And I soon turned into a half-decent raider. By the time Ulduar rocked up, I was in a good guild on the server, playing my DK. <laughs> with, Enril on <laughs> with Enril now on his rogue, and things were going great. Until it was an off week, and they wanted to do a ten-man. Enril got in and suggested me, but the raid leader said, no, he fucking sucks. <laughs> I heard this and did the only thing that made sense. Fuck you. And G quit. A guild that will eventually go on to get Celestial Defender and Death's Demise. <laughs> and just moved full time to my warlock. Enril left a week later to play with me as he was a super bro. We ended up joining a decent guild. We made good progression up to Heroic Lich King, but couldn't get the kill. But it was okay. It was okay. Them defiles though, right? Them defiles. On to Kata. Long story short, I was now an officer at this point in charge of recruitment. But so many good players quit and the guild ended up dying. It was partly my fault due to getting pissed off at female drama in the guild, but that's for a different story. I didn't really raid much. Much other than pugs until Firelands. I found a new 10-man guild for myself to raid Firelands three weeks into the patch. They obviously already had a player starting on that legendary. A girl. The guild leader's girlfriend. And she fucking sucked. This guild had a really good mage who was pissed that he wasn't selected for the staff. Just because he wasn't noshing the, uh, noshing the GM. And he quit the guild. Three days after that mage left... The GM and his girlfriend broke up, and she refused to raid. So here I was. Barely two weeks into this guild, and I was the only caster up for it. Things went off without a hitch. 
The replacements we needed were found. I got my staff and quickly my ego exploded. I now thought I was literally one of the best warlocks on the server. And we progressed up to heroic Ragnaros. But yet again, we could not get that kill. Ragnaros's legs, yo. Fucking too much. My timeline is a little hazy, but things in that guild were fucking great. Absolutely great. And Christmas time rolls around. Dragon Soul is out at this point. And we decided as a guild we would take two weeks off for Christmas. I was the most egotistical hardcore raider ever. I wanted to raid. I wanted to fucking raid. And I could not believe the guild was taking a break just for Christmas. I got a whisper from an old friend who asked if I'll step into their guild's Dragon Soul run. Because they were still going over the, over the holidays. Perfect. I stay in my guild and still get to raid. We made good progress. I was there for a couple of that guild's first heroic kills on bosses. And then the warlock tear gloves dropped. I didn't bother rolling because I was just there for fun. I wasn't even in the guild. I then get a whisper from one of the officers. So what is your plan after the holidays? If I remember correctly, this is how I rocked it. I G quit. The officer whispers me a smile. I get given the tear gloves. And then a guild invite. I just straight up bailed on the best guild I had ever been in. Who had just given me my staff. Had a blast raiding with. And actually made decent progress. Because they didn't want to raid over Christmas. I feel bad about it now. But ultimately it was all for a good cause. <laughs> I lost a lot of friends doing this. But the point is, we ended up getting a top 50 US kill. <laughs> and we killed Heroic Madness straight up after our Heroic Spine kill. <laughs> because our main tank was baller. Throughout the end of Wrath and Kata, <clears throat> I was known as one of the best warlocks, out DPSing those assholes in other old guilds, and even tried my hand in PvP, obtaining 2k plus mate, mate, in th all three brackets. Boom. Boom. And breaking 2k in rated BGs when it was added. To end my story, I couldn't fucking stand the thought of playing Kung Fu Panda, so I didn't. Until WAD was getting near release, I came back and played a bit of Siege of Org just to get into the groove, but that's really where it all ended. WAD did not save WoW for me, but I'm back to playing now and anticipating Legion and just casually PvPing, mate. <laughs> I know this is a, a little short story, and I appreciate you taking time to read it, even if it doesn't end up a driver time. Keep us entertained. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Not raining over Christmas, you casual pricks. Hey! Hey! Santa Claus! Fuck off, yeah? Raid night. Raid night, you fucking gift-giving pups. Might as well be raiding. What are you going to do? See your family. Be gay. You gay, mate. You gay, mate. You might as well be raiding. No purples in that fucking bag of his. In that sack, mate. In that sack. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to pick up my kids. I'm three minutes overdue. I'm three minutes late to get my son. Uh, later, I, I'm off. Thank you so much for watching drama. There's no web show tomorrow. Pay, uh, look out if you're into if so gamey. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, pay attention. There might uh, be drama. <laughs> there might be uh, stream week on Monday. Maybe. Uh, it'd be The Witcher 3's DLCs if it is. But I'll let you know. My wife and kids go on holiday without me because I'm working on Monday. So if I am streaming, 
It'll be long, man. It'll be long. But I might use that time to catch up before PreachCon. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the best strategy. But I'll let you know. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great weekend. Do something cool. I'll see you again. We're going to talk about the Warcraft movie at the next web show, which is a week from tomorrow. All right. See you. Bye-bye.